1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24-monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue
0: bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Men's T Clinic. Men's T Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-Go Men's T or visit men's
0: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through The Fan. Will this Dallas Cowboys team peak at the right time? I know a lot of people are probably not super optimistic, but there's a couple of things that have transpired this week that have kind of intrigued me to this
1: idea. Does it not feel like the
0: Cowboys right now are playing their best
1: football? Yeah, which to me, Kevin, like this isn't the right time. This okay. isn't the right time to be playing your best football. This is the, the, like, I guess, like, you want to be playing your best football in a few weeks.
0: How I guess then the question is, how long can you continue I don't know.
1: your best string of football? I mean, they, they did it a lot last year, right? Yeah, Their offense was really good all season, especially against uh, NFC East opponents, but they did it a lot last year, and... They didn't start well this year. Like they started bad against yeah. Tampa Bay, and I think everybody can look at that game and see, say, "What? What was the team that night? It didn't make any sense." Then I guess throughout the season they've kind of progressively grown. In that you got Gallup back, and you probably saw the best Gallup on uh, Thanksgiving when Dax said, High "I'm pointing Gallup." Yeah, or he but he was like, "I'm going to go to Gallup like three straight times." Yeah, you know, it was it was really. Really good to see that. So I do think the Cowboys have the ability to continue the stretch a little bit, but there's a lot to be said about not wanting to get comfortable in what you do to where you're predictable and then uh, and being able to add to what you're doing. That's what I hope the Cowboys can do is as good as they look right now because they played really well and gotten people off their back, you know, about how crappy they played against Green Bay. Well, do you have more? Do you have another place that you can get to? Do you have other wrinkles that you can add to this offense that haven't even been developed yet? So that's, I think they do. Uh, but yeah, man, they're playing really hot right now. And there's a couple of positive
0: things that I think will go along with this is Mike McCarthy said they're going to start their work days later and finish at the same time. And that his winter schedule is designed to keep the team fresh down the stretch. Mm And said, rest and recovery is such an important, uh, especially at this time of year, for professional athletes. And we talked about his December record is the third best in NFL history. And so perhaps this is his time to shine. I know we're kind of removed from that, but you remember for the longest time it would be, yeah, who's on the schedule in December? Because that would
1: be when Tony Romo falls apart. I was going to say
0: the Cowboys, but, you know, I hear what you're saying is I'm not really concerned about that. And not just because you have three duds before you go up against the Eagles. Like it's it's not that it's just I have confidence in Mike McCarthy, I think, and the way he does the schedule at this time of year.
1: What are your thoughts on? You know, go watch the 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 season that Belichick and the Patriots their last Super Bowl when it was it that uh, against um, the Falcons was that the one? They they had they had this doc it was they had a documentary on it and there are multiple things I learned from that. One, their attention to detail is elite. You sure? Like just knowing that if Julio Jones comes out of his break going left, he's a little bit slower than whenever he goes right or vice versa, I think it was off his left ankle. They were watching that, and they knew, if he lines up here, we'll be able to do this. And they did it. They executed it in a game because they studied it, all right? Well, Bill Belichick all season, one thing that the team hated was the hill. They had the hill in the back of the field, and they ran it every day. So, Kevin, I understand you're talking about rest and recovery and everything. Bill no, Belichick says the reason we're going to be better in the fourth quarter in the la- at the end of the season is because we're conditioned for this. Nobody can do what we... So I, I am always kind of... There's a balance of making sure your guys are fresh. And also, there's a balance of making sure that your guys are stronger than everybody. So I, I don't know what he's doing to kind of combat that part, too. Whenever the fourth quarter comes along and it's time to be tougher than everybody else, do you have that part of you, too? Well, but I I do like the way that he approaches it, and the players love it too. And Broadus talks about this constantly. The pra- players respect him because he respects their bodies. Okay,
0: and then but something you just said about like come the fourth quarter is this could be problematic. Take this for what you will. Bill Barnwell says the Cowboys have a ninety nine point nine percent chance to make the playoffs. That is that those are his statistics. The Cowboys' potential fatal flaw, game management. So while we were just talking about doing all the right things with McCarthy leading into the game, how confident are you about the in-game
1: management? I mean, weekly, it's, it's different. I love that he's aggressive. I'll take aggressive over conservative every time. Yeah. If you're going to go play a football game, I re- I want you to be like I want you to have some creative ideas that go into your game plan, and I want you to I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with going for it on fourth downs and leaving it up to your defense. That's that's one of the big factors I uh, you know this year especially is he trusts this defense man. So you know when it comes to game management, clock management weird, right? Like, I don't know. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's very, very poor. And la- I think the playoff game, I know they had a
0: giant deficit to overcome last year against the 49ers. I thought clock management in the fourth quarter last year against the 49ers was very perplexing.
1: Yeah. Not, not Jeff
0: Saturday perplexing, but perplexing nonetheless. And then This came up, I guess I didn't really think it was a big deal, but this is one of the things that Barnwell brought up, is going into the Vikings game, the commentary team said he had told them he wanted to aim for 30 rushes per game to seal a victory. And so the idea that Barnwell throws out is that's like winning the powerball and then playing the same numbers the next week is like your path to victory every single week is going to be varied or like you might find out during the game obviously that your path to victory is going to be different there it's surely yes. there there are games where you're like hey we need to run the ball 30 times and then things happen where you're like we need to run the ball like four times because we're slicing their pass defense up
1: but don't but it does kind of feel like If you've done this for this long, you kind of do see the trend is, if I do this, it is going to give me the best opportunity. So let's try to make sure we do this. And as consistently as possible, let's try to stick to this. Let's not get carried away in the moment a lot of times. But game flow does depict a lot of the decisions that you make on things. You know, do I trust that this, again, we go back to, my guys have been kicking that team's butt at this all day long. Why would I not do it again in the fourth quarter? If it's been working for me all game, why would I go away from something? I will tell you, if you're looking
0: for something positive out of the Barnwell piece, it goes off of the, their analytical power index. The Cowboys are second. You know what? I told you the other day when we were making lines and everything like that, that the analytics, especially the ESPN version, love the Dallas Cowboys. They have the Dallas Cowboys. This is the second most likely team to make the playoffs behind only the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, a lot of people will tell you like the Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. The Cowboys, most likely to make the playoffs from the NFC, they're sitting in a position where they look like they're going to be one of the teams to beat. Even I know historically, were primed for letdown. I have
1: no doubt in my mind that with Mike McCarthy as the head coach, they will consistently be not only in the playoffs, but pretty comfortably in the playoffs. All right, this is a dude that knows how to. He knows how to coach. He isn't a buffoon. All right, and People can try to make him a buffoon, but he knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. He has a quarterback that's playing out of his mind right now, too. That is true. Like, that's, a, that's a bonus to go along with. I do want people to understand, we criticize Dak when he's bad, and we also give him credit when he's good. But I, th- I know that's a very difficult concept. When he's bad, doesn't right. he deserve to not be praised? Yes. But uh, I will defend him also in a lot of instances, but we criticize him when he's bad, and we also give him his flowers when he's good. I think pe- and he's playing out of his mind right now. I
0: think people extrapolate that comment from the game as to thoughts on the entire career. <laughs> it's like, oh, he was bad. Oh, so you think he's trash? And you're like, no. I can I tell but you a debt?
1: I, I will also add, Kevin, he hasn't shown me his that dude. That's a different level. You yeah. go you gotta do that in a different place in the playoffs. You have to show that you can come you can overcome that one thing. Uh, and that is continuing to go to the next level with it. So when he does that, the swagger's there. I heard, G- I heard Gbag yesterday talking about this dude has himself on as his screensaver on his phone, dude. Like that dude has the confidence. He's got that. But can he, can he be that dude whenever it matters the most? And that's in playoff games and in those big time games. That's what gets you in the Hall of Fame.
0: And the Colts are the Colts are interesting. I know they're not going to be in the playoffs, but they're an interesting start from the perspective of there's only four teams that Dak has never thrown a touchdown pass against. One of them is obviously the Cowboys. So, like, we, we don't need to count that. The three others are the Jets, the Chargers, and the Colts. And then one more fascinating part, I believe they will break both of these trends, is the Colts and Cowboys are the only two teams that have never given up a TD to Zeke or Dak. Obviously, they've both been with the Cowboys their entire career, so that would be impossible otherwise. But that means the Colts are the only team in the NFL that has never given up a touchdown to Dak or Zeke. Like I said, I believe both of those will be broken this weekend, but I thought that was a fun fact, especially when we break it, then we can celebrate it. Man, World Cup don't play is yesterday the mexican national team head coach he stepped down although he said his contract had run out i have no doubt that the factor of not making the knockout round didn't help and we told you earlier that it was a stunning turn of events that belgium did not advance their head coach is stepping down like that happened like what within the last hour
1: hour and a half and they were like you're out how much does this coach really matter in soccer dude Ooh, except for I'm probably for not our the coach right coach at FC Dallas. That's right. I'm probably not the right person to ask about that. Install a system. I guess there is some there is some strategy in like tempo and what you're trying to accomplish each game, each match. Dawson was talking about that a little bit yesterday about the approaches that they've taken. The U.S. has taken. And do you give your coach the credit for that? And also one more thing. Just I just saw this text is.
0: Don't lump everybody on the show together. (laughs) More comments when he's bad than good, but y'all give Alan and Herbert so much wiggle room. I'm only gonna speak for me. I feel like I am the number one trasher of Justin Herbert on this station. I'm like, you know what? Hit me up when he wins a game that matters. Mm -hmm. Like, I hear what you're saying, and we all have, but we all have different opinions. And if you think we go after Dak more than we praise him, like that is one way to view it. I don't necessarily feel that way, but we all have different opinions. And I know Mike is more in favor of Justin Herbert than I am. And we've been trashing Josh out, not trashing.
1: We've been talking about the fall of Josh Allen the last several weeks. I've talked about how, electric that dude is to watch how alive his arm is. I've also destroyed some of his decision-making in the play oh, yeah. calling that goes along with he him. He has
0: been mediocre at best but the I don't last have
1: several weeks. I don't have to defend myself
0: to you. Okay, fair enough. I made that decision. For the 972, oh yeah, Mexico's coach was fired once the final whistle was blown. And it was amazing because they're like, oh, my contract is up. And I was like, mm, maybe. I'm not familiar with his contractual status, but it also was like, Hey, you missed making it to the knockout stage, and you're out. I do not believe that it was just a, well, what can you do? The, the, the Time was up. No. He got fired because he didn't make the knockout stage. Same thing for the Belgium coach. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, look, I think we will get into it. Let's talk about...
1: Oh, no.
0: I know. Feels like having it, so much fun. I know. It feels like it needs to happen, but... In the lunch rush and the expressway, here's what's going to happen. There's a lot of stuff. There's the downer
1: topic that's serious about LeBron. And every soccer coach out there is mad at me right now. Yeah, (laughs) Corey. And so we have the downer
0: topic. We have more people yelling at Corey. We have a fun topic about what restaurant do you wish you could get free food from for life. And we will give away tickets to the Dallas Cowboys Colts game in the 100 level all of that will happen next. It's going to be awesome right here on the fan.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's
0: largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. It's
2: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv
2: to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and I'm very concerned people are going to turn against this segment or have turned against this segment before it even starts. I've seen multiple texts that say, I don't want to hear whatever stupid thing that LeBron James had to say. All right. It's fine. I will tell you this. I can make
1: you laugh if you want me to. I I
0: do, <laughs> actually, is I think there is some legitimacy to what LeBron said. I don't like the example that he's using as a springboard. I think that is very uh, – I think that is a very poor comparison. Do you think we should dive right into that, or should you tell your joke – to get people prepared
1: for the segment. We'll use that to break the tension later. Okay. We'll, we'll do jokes to break tension later, just like I do in real life.
0: Okay. Fair enough. From the And from the 972, this is a fair point, and I'll tell you why. All right? You don't have to agree with me. Is Why are we supposed to give a damn about LeBron's opinion? We don't run to politicians and ask them about play calling. All right. I think you make a fair point. I think the reason why it's worth noting is because he is such a sizable figure in sports and pop culture, and he's bringing up something about like making racial relations better, which I think is a goal we should absolutely aspire to. Like I said, I don't think he picked the right incident to use as a springboard, but this was LeBron addressing the media about their lack of this particular question.
2: I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy... When we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through, and that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago, and we all make mistakes. I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Okay.
0: Like I said, I think his bigger statement about how he feels like different races or different people get asked about different difficult uh situations or poor choices or however or just flat out terrible choices however you want to describe it is i think that is a legitimate thing that is interesting and worth discussing i just i didn't love that he said i don't want to I, you know, I don't want to hear anything from y'all on this topic i get not in the middle of while he's speaking like let the man finish his thought that's 100% great i i would be curious why he didn't want a dialogue in that instance. My only thought there was that I think he used the wrong example because they immediately asked him about Kyrie is because not only do you guys play the same sport, y'all were teammates. You know, like you don't play football. Mm-hmm. And you already said not that long ago that you disavowed yourself of the Cowboys after... All of the stuff involving kneeling and Kaepernick and everything like that. And again, like I said, it's a different sport before you were alive. I think that's why the questions weren't so natural. Like with Kyrie, they were asking people throughout the world of basketball because Kyrie plays basketball. So I think just specifically to LeBron, that's why those questions wouldn't come up. And it was the same thing. I I heard Bobby make allusions to and i hope this was on air and if it's not i apologize oh my gosh is when he brought up well why didn't lebron feel the need to speak out about like deshaun watson i think it is unfair to and like i'm not saying he needed to speak out about deshaun watson i think it's unfair to expect somebody to speak out about things that like do not directly affect them in that moment. But the problem is when you speak out about something that you are passionate about, then people expect you to speak out about every single thing. Because, you know, I've like, I haven't even seen the text yet, but I'm willing to wager. People are like, well, what about China? Why didn't LeBron speak out about that? Oh yeah. The
1: fan text absolutely. Okay.
0: And so I know that's the problem is when you speak out about whatever issue that does that is people think you have to speak out on every issue and that feels like an impossibility so i think lebron has a very valid message that is worth talking about worth investigating getting to the bottom of this is not the comparison i would have made to lead into that very legitimate discussion
1: what about the what about a discussion about it like, do if LeBron was like, hey, I, I am kind of interested in what Jerry Jones, what happened here. Yeah. Uh, and I am kind of interested in, like, you're, so you're just saying use them as two different topics. Bring it, bring it up and be like, and, but the, the, it's a completely, he is saying a, a very rich white man. Sure. Is treated differently by the media than a rich black man. Sure. That, so those two things yeah, are real. That is a very
0: valid conversation that probably does not happen enough. Well, not probably. It definitely doesn't happen enough. I would have loved to, and I know he said we're not taking questions or anything. My first question would have would have been, would you like to talk to Jerry Jones about this? Yeah, I, I, I do want to know that. I think that would be a fascinating conversation. And I would love to know his response because maybe he doesn't. But although he did allude to people make mistakes all the time, so maybe he would like to talk to Jerry Jones. That's one of the tough parts about asking Jerry Jones questions about that is I think he is manufacturing the remembering of those emotions. Is Because that was 65 years ago, I'm sure he remembers aspects of it when people were like, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? I don't know if I 100% believe that, like, he's actually remembering what happened just because it was so long ago versus this is what our answer is going to be. I really that's,
1: don't know. That is interesting because Jess misremembers how I brought the <laughs> food to you uh-huh. uh, and the emotions that she was experiencing that day. So I understand where you're going with that. No, I, I, I think you have a really valid point there. I do want to know the reality of what, what was the curiosity and when then beyond the picture, what did you do? You know, in, in like what were you were you out there saying, you know what, I need to I need to get in the middle of this and say, no, no, this isn't right. You know, the, the other things And Kevin, you I even know he brought this up in 2010. Yeah. You know, like that. This that was another part of this. But with with LeBron, I think it, there is an interesting point that he's trying to get out there. Agreed. And maybe he can take that. Maybe somebody can help him develop that a little further and yeah. and take that piece of it maybe a a journalist can sit down with him and say hey let's do a feature on this part that you're trying to get at and will but i guess my other question is will it reach the audience will it make that impact or will people look at lebron and just go f that guy i already hate lebron i'm not listening to anything he's going to say i just I, I that's where people are on him and that's it's it's a i'm feel this way about him and i'm always going to feel this way about him and nothing's going to change my mind
0: and that's why i would love for LeBron to be involved in the conversation as well because I think he's in a unique position to answer a variety of things. Like I would love LeBron ask Jerry Jones a question about it, and then I would love for either Jerry to ask or like other members of the media to ask. You, there is only one, one hundred percent. Or I get people describe it in different ways, and I but like they they brought up Denny as the only like true Jewish person in the NBA. Now I know that gets complicated because people can convert to Judaism, but for whatever reason, that's a whole different conversation that we probably don't have time for is I would love for the question then then be asked for LeBron. Why did it feel like players so consistently had to have their arms twisted to speak out against what Kyrie said? Like, How do you think that made Denny feel? This is funny. I think that's a valid question. And then you can go back and forth. I think there are multiple valid questions that
1: can be had. More than one thing can be true. I like from the 817. This is all y'all have to talk about. Nobody cares about what... You should see the fan text right now. And everybody cares about this conversation, at least, or their... What they want to say about the conversation. And,
0: and I will tell you this. Ne-
1: I don't know if I've seen this many texts in a long time, so people do care. And that's tough because I want to respond to everyone. I make you uncomfortable. I'm here for these conversations. Like, I think if
0: we could have more of these conversations, I'm not saying we would solve anything, but if... Jerry and LeBron like had a forum in front of the media or whatever then I wonder how much how many people would watch or listen to that or if you just want Jerry and LeBron yeah or if you just want Jerry and LeBron to just have their own conversation with nobody else around I wonder how much of an impact that would make on their like social policies or thoughts going forward i would be all about that is i think there are lots of valid questions I'm not trying to piss anybody off but like when you looked at espn it was the top story on there and if you say it's just espn or first take it was the top story on the athletic just think about that the athletic is the place where sports journalism is like they're independent they can do whatever they want blah 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 and like i i do really like the athletic but guess what their top headline was this too So if you say it's just ESPN first taking, there is an element of that that I understand because if it's about LeBron or it's about the Cowboys, we'll shut it down. That's your show. But The Athletic had this as their top story as well. And it just felt like disingenuous not to talk about it. I don't want to send people saying, I'll never listen to this show again or blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give you my perspective. And if you think it's dumb, please tell me that. And well, or in a nicer way, because I want to have that conversation. I want to know if you think it's dumb because you don't like LeBron. Do you think it's dumb because he never spoke out about China? Do you think it's dumb because it happened 65 years ago? Or do you think I'm dumb for not hundred percent supporting LeBron? Or you think I'm dumb for not calling Jerry Jones a piece of trash? Like I want to understand more why people disagree and try to have those conversations. Cause I'm here for it. There are a lot of texts. I just see the screen refreshing. And Kevin, I can't
1: really read. My friend, I'm sorry, I just got a text. My friend was been hospitalized due to a peekaboo accident. They put him in the ICU.
2: Snap, <laughs> got
1: Joey. Him. Oh, um. Here's what's crazy about that, Kevin. You my have major choice. My buddy literally texted that to me, like. 20 minutes ago, and then I pull up my Twitter. That's the first tweet on my Twitter right now. Is that so? I don't know, man. That was,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna submit that to the Marconi people. Yep, for the most dramatic change of tone. In a 15 second span. I know that's probably not a realistic category because we have like legacy station, best station, sports station, everything like that. I want to submit what Corey Majors dis- just did for most dramatic tone change in the history of radio.
1: I hope y'all enjoyed that. I love for that For those joke. of you who stuck around. Because I told you that there was going to be something fun. Yes. I. You know what? All the people who didn't stick around, Kevin, guess what they're about to miss out on. Let's give something. W- oh on, no! No! Oh crap! No. It's completely different. No! Oh crap! I'm not giving anything weird. away then. We'll, That's later on. We will let you know. There, oh my gosh! There is a very. I was so excited about. S- it, I know. Devin. I didn't know where we were going
0: with this. Is they, there is a four. specific
1: way to do that? Hey Corey, my back is broken. That one hurt. <laughs> You're welcome. I th- I hope they mean in a
0: great way because they were just laughing so uncontrollably yeah. much. All right. So set me up real quick with what the transition topic is going to be because there's going to be more than Corey telling dad jokes. All right, where and how does Micah get free food? There will be yes. more to this than Corey telling if jokes. If you have, even not, if I love that one, if
1: you have not seen this on Twitter, Babe and Babe actually tweeted, texted me the whole the whole screenshot of everything on Twitter. Babe Loffenberg tweeted out a picture of the Blue Goose on Greenville Avenue now. We have a Blue Goose in Plano. I absolutely love it. My daughter, as you know, loves queso. And so whenever you know it's nearby, so we just hit it up. On the sign, on the marquee, that's what it's called. It's called a marquee. Yes. Outside of Blue Goose on Greenville, it says, Micah Parsons eats for free. And then Babe Loffenberg took a picture of it and tweeted it out and said, hope this goes for Brad and Babe as well. Because I'm guessing they're going to eat. And then Micah Parsons, quote, tweeted it Oh, and said, well, I know where I'm about to go sit down at. That means he's about to go eat him some blue goose. Do you ever get upset when people don't pick
0: up on those cues when you're like, man, like if you text your (laughs) wife or something, you're like, we've played so many Wingstop commercials today. And she's like, oh, yeah. That's cool. And then, like, she doesn't see that you're getting at is, I think we should have Wingstop tonight. And, like, you're trying to protect some of your dignity by not just straight up saying, hey, can we get Wingstop? And everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, maybe that is. Maybe that is a good idea.
1: All right. So then your question is. A question to y'all. If you were going to eat somewhere for free, where is it going to be? 877-881-1053. You have a restaurant that says Tolo Joe. He's sure. here for free. Tolo Joe. Oh, Joey. There you go. He's just Joey still. Cause... When he
0: gets further into his career, he'll go by Joe.
1: Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. I'm serious. Ask Joey Montana. It's a name evolution. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask Joey Namath. <laughs> how do you become great? You drop the Y. That's how. Ask Joey Harrington. What happened to him? Never succeeded. So 877 881 1053. You want a sign outside that says, you eat here free. And I do wonder, Micah, is he going by himself? Is he taking people with him? Is he like, Tank, we're going to eat today. Blue goose on me. And Tank's like, sweet. By the way, Tank Lauren's going to be on with G Bag Nation around 420, I believe, today. Is that a catch-all
0: for the rest of your family or the rest of your party? Because I feel like it's like you'd make a decision by decision, a case-by-case decision. You're like... Oh, you know what? He had a heck of a play on Sunday, or I guess now on Thursday. I feel like that violates the spirit of the rule. You know, like how we talked about in the U.S. Uh, uh, match the other day is maybe it violated the spirit of the offside rule that on the VAR it looked like half of his yeah. body or part of his arm was over. And you're like, well, is that really what we're going? Does it
1: violate this the spirit of the rule for Micah to bring 18 people and be like, hey, hey free for everybody? I don't know. Uh, by the way, somebody from the nine seven two e bar Tex Mex on Haskell best blanco queso in Ooh, Dallas. I'll have to try that out. Me dude, and Lucy will go. Do love queso? I, I do wonder, Kevin. Um, that that is. A, and I do wonder if that's how Micah does it. He's like, because he did say, "I don't even pay six dollars for a Coke. I send it back or whatever." Oh man,
0: because I remember the whole dust
1: up with the haircut. So he's like Alfred Morris. Yeah, he is, an, he I is appreciate a he a new version of Alfred Morris, who's like I'm just driving the same Toyota. I am I'm changing the oil in this sucker. I'm going to do it myself. Doesn't even take toll roads, Kevin, we found out Alfred Morris. I hear you on that. He was there was like, a time, time at the newspaper,
0: it. so of course we were making a buck 50 an hour. Uh <laughs> is I would avoid toll roads like the plague. And then I got to the point where I was like the irritation and stress
1: level, I had to create a chart. Like how many dollars is that worth? So does he do, does he do the does he do the, I'm taking, hey, I'm taking you to dinner or I'm taking you to lunch on me? And like, then he, like, is that a, that's a win too if it's free for you. It depends on who you're taking. If it's a date, it's a loss. What? All right, because you can tell her, order anything you want. Okay, well, you can
0: also tell Get her two that lobsters. because you're Micah Parsons. But I don't know if I would go for the freebie at the first date. You okay. Know? Like, if this is an entrenched relationship, she's going to be pumped or he is going to be pumped that you got a heck of a deal. Uh-huh. You know, but, like, right now, my wife gets a heck of a deal, or I do, we're both, like, high-fiving yeah. each other. But at the beginning, I'm not going to be like, dude, we got to check out this place I got a coupon to. Like, that's not how you want to start it off. I like this from the 469 Knife in Plano. Oh, man. Did you know that as part of Swinging for a Cause... You can bid on a dinner with the KNC Masterpiece, maybe with Joey. We've been negotiating that behind the scenes if Joey gets to go along with us because Reggie and the Get Right have their own
1: dinner that's competing against us. Well, Derek threw himself into the dinner also. And Derek Holland. (laughs) He was like, hey, I want to eat, so I'll go. See, he follows follows the Micah
0: philosophy that you threw out there. He's like, no, I'll go. And so Derek Holland is now an unadvertised but definitely happening part of our – our uh, bidding with Jared Sandler for Swinging for a Cause. We were first yesterday. We would like to finish first.
1: I do want to point out, uh, and it's not just because I like Reggie, like, as a friend and everything, but, like, he's one of the highlights of those dinners. So, if you're yeah. bidding on another dinner on the get-right. Yes. Reggie is a... Uh,
0: one dollar less than ours a is fanta- what you bid. <laughs> A
1: fantastic person to, to have dinner with. He always, like... It's interesting to see his approach to dinner because he's already indecisive about everything. That right? is so he's very like, I would just fair. order two dishes. You know, like, he's one of those guys. So it's a lot of fun to go with Reggie.
0: What I like about this is people are already voting on what restaurant and giving us goal and giving their goals. All right, so this one didn't just say Crab Station from the nine seven two. They said Crab Station. And I'm killing seven pounds. So, like, they're like, not only am I going to eat there for free, I'm going to tell you what I'm accomplishing there. From
1: the 806, Kevin. Just don't read the one that said Kendall Jenner's room. What are we doing? (laughs) That is not okay. You don't know what she serves in there. It could be fantastic pizza. Okay. Fair. From the 806. Text in if you know what this means. Okay. I love how Corey's get whatever you want was two lobsters. Hope they're from the lobster tank at Walmart. Text in if you know what that is from. 877-881-1053. We'll leave it at that. Kevin. Because I do know what that is. I will I will say this. If they're like, hey, eat here free, it is Mexican Bar Company. They are right next door to knife. All right. Like they literally sit right next door to each other. I love their margaritas. I love their drinks. They have a great vibe. They have the salsa dancing. They move all the tables out of the way at 9 o'clock and have salsa dancing. My wife loves the place. So now, Kevin, this is me going on a date and taking her. And we're okay. high-fiving because we got a deal. Yes. I don't just say this because it's part of the, the station. Like This is a place where I go to eat all the time because I love their lobster tostada. And it's a place that my wife likes. So I, I'm going to do something to take care of me and the wife at the same time. Oh, by the way, we're getting even more updates from the 214. I
0: used to work at E-Bar. I can confirm that case. It was the mom. Oh so
1: we've started a
0: grassroots campaign right here. Now, this is what interests me about this topic. From the 214, they said they would eat at Panda Express or Chick-fil-A for free if they could. Now then I started to think about like functionality and convenience because my initial vote was going to be to the melting pot. It's fondue. You love the melting pot, I love the melting pot because it feels like multiple activities because there's stuff going on and like you'll hang out there for two and a half, three hours. So if you like really want to get to know somebody and like have a conversation is like that's a great place and it can be fun and like when you're cooking some of the food maybe you can bond and stuff like that but how realistic is that I'm not going to the melting pot every single day whereas Chick-fil-A maybe you don't want to go to any place every single day but if you can eat for food for free how much more convenient is yeah. it that you'd see a Chick-fil-A than a melting pot. Is yeah, there's like a it. few of them, but, like, there's a Chick-fil-A or a Wendy's or whatever everywhere. And so I see the convenience factor
1: mattering, too. Yeah, it's not like if I go out of town, the Mexican bar companies would be right there. Exactly. But uh, it's right there in my neighborhood, so I know. that. So that is a very good approach to this. I like that people are are thinking this way. I do like this from the 817. Chuck E. Cheese for all the single moms. Are you are you going in there and, like, reeling off a bunch of free tickets, too? Like, is this one of those where it's not just free pizza? You walk in and Chuck E. Cheese is like, "Here, you also get all the skee ball you want." You know, like you get to do this, and now you're skee ball champion. You have a little Ooh, yeah. bag with your name embroidered on it, and you're hot to all the moms and everything. I think they can Wait, get that is down. What's happening there? What all the moms are like, man? Did you watch how he put the ball in the 100 spot every time? Nobody can ever do that. But because you eat free there and you get free tickets and free skee ball. Bam, you're an expert. And now the moms are like, man, can you show my kid if there was how a to sk- ski ball? If there was a ski ball championship
0: for slightly rotating too far to the right on the big ticket items and falling down to the 10 or 20. <laughs> that's you? That's me. Oh. Because I'll tell you, if you need. So if this was cornhole, I feel like I would be much more productive because I can always hit the edge uh-huh. of the 40 and 50, but it always veers and it's always to the right. Yep. And you would think at some point over the years, I would have corrected, but I didn't. And then it it, it slides down into, it's the sad spot. They give you 10 or 20 points, yeah. but they're like... I'm disappointed in you ten or twenty points, you know. Do
1: you, do you ever think your approach should be not to go for the hundred then? To go for just the fifty? It depends forty. Yep, it depends. If you're doing this simultaneously, you have to size up your opponent. Otherwise, if
0: you're second, you can make that decision after the fact. But if you're going simultaneously, the second I hit one of the I see one of those people hit the 40 or 50, all logic goes out the window and I'm like, this time I'm gonna get it. Is this is an interesting question for the four six nine if you're getting free food, how much are you all tipping the server? You should absolutely do that because it's not their fault or it's definitely not their benefit that you're getting the free food. That's one of the things sometimes when we go on remotes, we'll get free food and we'll always either tip the server individually or as a collective. So that is an interesting question. I think you can still run the same kind of logic. Like how much would you have spent and still tip accordingly off of that I feel like is fair.
1: Lots of different places coming in. Somebody did text in they need 407 barbecue, but they can't afford to eat there every day, but if they could, they would. And okay. so if it's free, they're eating there every day. And we w- we had our our venue out there, man. It was awesome. That place yeah. is fantastic. And the people were cool. Like it was, it was it was really uh really cool nice to to get down and talk with them. Torchies, because they're so expensive, but I have to eat there every week. There are people addicted to torchies, isn't there?
0: Man, that might be an interesting other topic is what restaurant do you eat at? Even though, you know, like cost benefit analysis, you probably shouldn't. Because I remember my wife loves Taco Bell. And, but she hadn't been in a while because with the baby and everything like that. And then she went there, and it was a little bit of a shock to her system how expensive things were. What? Because I think it's we, expensive at Taco I, Bell. Oh, well, it's expensive comparatively. Because I still think we're all living in the world. If you're a certain age, when like the crunchy and soft uh, tacos were fifty-nine and sixty-nine cents, it's we're just not there. My anymore. order
1: was double-decker taco and a chili cheese burrito. Like that was always that was my order every single time, and it was. $2.64.
0: Yeah, it's it's not that
1: anymore. What?
0: Yeah, I hate to be the person that tells you, like, times and prices change. But you know what? Guess what, Corey? Times and prices change. Oh, my God. The Cheesecake Factory. All right. Here's the only scenario in which I could envision you needing to eat at a place every day for free. I believe if you are given this gift by the Cheesecake Factory, you could eventually conquer their menu. Otherwise, I think it is impossible to run through the entire cheesecake yearbook menu. But if you were given the free option, you would have to hit that place hard. I think you could conquer the menu. Subway. Remember, I said, sorry, Corey. I said Taco Bell is expensive comparatively to where it was like many, many places. But people bring up the Jack in the Box tacos and Taco Bell as their like flashpoints for Things have gotten more expensive.
1: From the nine seven two, Taco Bell is expensive compared to what, Kevin? Pizza rolls? Oh yeah. Oh, Joey, I don't know if you know this about Kevin, but he is a, he's a pizza roll elitist.
0: Um, I used to eat bagel bites quite a bit, but they're not the same thing. Different deal, but because yes. Bagel bites—it's <laughs> like a box of nine, mm-hmm. and now it's like two fifty, three bucks, two seventy-nine on the right day. But you can get that bag of Tostitos pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. There's like a hundred in there. It's like six bucks. And you know, like that just feels like something's happening here. From the 817,
1: <laughs> can't ever do torch. This is weird. This is weird. Can't ever do torchies again. Old roommate was sleeping with a bartender. Apparently, she had an accident in his bed one night. And after that, I was like, nope. So you connected that girl to that restaurant, and now you won't eat there anymore because of something that happened away from the restaurant. Fair. No, not fair. It's the
0: same thing if you get food poisoning at a chain and you never want to participate with that chain again. All of it is fair. Now, we're able to have these fun conversations as part of our Dallas Cowboys Thursday, courtesy of AT&T 5G Fast,
1: Reliable, Secure. Yeah, the Cowboys, Kevin, they need to hit the QB fast. That's what they need to do, and they need to do it early and get a strip sack just like they did recently, get this game started. The O-line needs to be reliable and have Dak standing up in the pocket delivering passes, and they need to put points on the board ad nauseum, Kevin. That is what they need to do to secure their victory. The Colts can't score. Cowboys so need true. to put points on the board.
0: And now, with all of that in mind, Corey, let's give something away! 877 881 1053, caller number 10, now. will win, man, a pair of awesome tickets and a parking awesome. pass to see the Cowboys. Play the Colts on Sunday night. These tickets will be in the 100 level. Caller number 10, 877-881-1053. Hope you win those tickets. And coming up next, the C Block right here on the fan. Let's
1: do it.